Hey friends, it's Nye. Hey friends, it's Ronnie. Hey friends, it's Latoya Lucky. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> now Latoya Lucky, y'all? bitch. How are y'all this week? Um, okay. Um, tired, um, exhausted, you know, because you know, fuck life, but whatever. You supposed to be eating life up. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> life eating me up right now. <laughs> I'm getting eggy for that. Yeah, pretty much the opposite. Yeah. Of what's supposed to be going on. Right. So, well, we have a special guest today. Hello, Yana. Hello. Hey, hey Yana. I was gone for a minute. Now I'm back with the jump off. I know that's right. You always here in spirit because I don't want to let the episode go by where I don't miss you. I'm here. I'm like the Yana be here every episode. Really (laughs) remember. Okay, so let's get right into it. Um, any hot takes today? Um, I have one that you want me to talk about, Nye. Yeah. (laughs) But um so i don't know so i was watching this video it was like the like the charting songs um of whitney houston madonna and george michael and you know how they show like you know the songs and the positions and how long they charted blah blah blah, blah 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 um well i was talking about um i was talking about like the chart longevity of the songs because like it's a like, few songs that we know and I mean, I was high at the time, so I might have not been analyzing the data right. But from what I look at, it's like these songs will last for like maybe two months and then be off, off a billboard. Um, but, you know, that's only three people. And it did change like over time as trends in music change. But um, the thing I really wanted to get into for my hot take was a conversation I had with one of my mutuals. Um, when I was tweeting about this, because you know I was watching and tweeting and whatever, mm-hmm. and so um, he was like, "Yeah, the difference between songs back then, though, and songs now is that you know the songs would be like this big hit and be number one or whatever, and people would actually know the songs, whereas nowadays a song could be number one and a lot of people don't know them." And he was basically saying that those songs just have, I think what he was trying to say is that the quality of the songs were different, as in they were better back then than now. But I, I mean, that's subjective, but but I kind of don't think that's the case. I think that has a lot to do with, you know, at that time, people only had a certain means of, um, getting their music and so if a song was big everybody knew the song because you only had a certain amount of ways to listen to music whether it was you know the radio or whatever was on tv now you have streaming services to where you can listen to whatever you whatever you want to whenever you want to listen to it and so it's just different like yeah people may not know whatever song might be number one because that's just not what they listen to Okay, but I, I also want to say that you saying that subjective is very true because a lot of times when we think about music from back in the day, we hype it up. Like, 
unless these people was born early 2000s and actually like I'm talking about was old enough to really be like oh yeah this was a big hit so I'm saying they probably like at least in high school and up I don't think that they should be saying that only because I can talk about hits from the 90s or you know I can go back and listen to a lot of number ones from the 90s and a lot of people won't really know like they'll be like oh like I remember that song but I don't remember it being like huge hit like not everybody even back in the day like there's just some people like if the song was R&B like some people wasn't really fucking with it like that even if it was R&B I can go I can go back to just the hot 100 chart period and go to some of my family and like some songs they just don't know like that because you know even back then people had their own specific genre that they listened to and like they was listening to radio stations people I think that what people don't really think about is the radio station that she was listening to kind of was like a playlist of what we do now except it's just more um like nowadays it's just more easier to get to because it's just on our phone but when you really think about it back in the day like whatever 107.5 WGCI that's your personal playlist that you play in a car mm-hmm. every day but somebody else might be listening to the rock station because that's they you know that's their genre I mean I have my own beef with radio but um I'm just but- saying but that was the way usually back in the day how things were number one if you didn't really listen to R&B you might not have known the number one song or you might think that this song was number one even though it was just number two like it's just subjective just like you said like not everybody knows every song and honestly people on stan twitter are just stands for a few artists they don't really listen to music like they think they do right and of course they don't like i said before you know times change things change over time but it's just like it's just it's way different than it was now than it was back then and even then there like I mean I was a kid in the early 2000s like that was when I really started knowing like songs and recognizing them like for real for real and there's a lot of songs back then that I heard and then I see that it was like a number one just by like you know being a nerd and I'm like oh I've never heard this song before Right, I can go back to that from the like late 2000s and early 2010s and be like, oh, I never heard this damn song. It was number one. Right, and I'm just People like... think that every song that has been number one was like, you know, of course there's people in the country rocking to it, but there's just some people with different tastes and we just don't know. Like, you can't always know. You just can't. <laughs> especially when you start, when you like us and especially when times are definitely changing now and like, I mean, I'm not saying everybody on Stan Twitter is young, but I would say a lot of us are in our 20s and just still developing our own music taste. So we just might not be looking to what is really, like, if it's not, if you listen to um, rap and hip hop and a song that's pop is playing, you probably won't know it, especially nowadays, because you just listen to rap and hip hop because your playlist and that's your Spotify curates just rap and hip-hop and then if it's a song that's pop as number one you're not going to say as number one because you're like i never heard that before of course you mm-hmm. don't because your spotify curates just rap and hip-hop exactly and like with cars now because everything has bluetooth in it like you literally do not have to use the radio at all at all which i love like, because fuck radio exactly right. like 
I'm playlist. I'm a playlist maker. That's what I do. Like that's my joy. So like I'm so glad I have Bluetooth in my car. Right, and honestly, a lot of days now too, TikTok is a lot of the driving force behind a lot of songs, and it's a lot of people on Stan Twitter who do not use TikTok. So when these songs go number one or when they start gaining popularity, they be like, "Oh, not you exactly." I'm just talking about from what I see from, but they'll be like, "This song is." inorganic da, da, da. a lot of new kids a lot of teenagers mm-hmm. even a lot of older people are using tiktok and are making videos with this certain sound and then people go and like the song and buy the song and there we go this is the song gaining popularity but just because you're not on that you know platform and you're not listening to that type of music does not mean that it's inorganic and i wish people on stand twitter is because they think their music kind of kind of soars experts with no expertise i really wish that y'all would think about what y'all tweet before you tweet it because you just sound stupid now and i really wish people would let this organic and organic thing go because well i mean this is a whole other can of worms but most of these people that are backed by these big labels and stuff i've said this before i think have a certain degree of um like illusion behind them that's pushing them up to the to this point so i i I feel like we should just go ahead and let that go because it's not not even an argument worth having and i i've discovered like every artist has their strong suit like some one artist may not be strong in sales but they're strong in streams one that is strong in streams they're strong in sales one may have low streams but their radios everybody uses their strength to get to where they have to go and it's the game is the game basically like this, is, like, this is a career for them. This isn't just, like, stuff stands talk about. This is their livelihood. So they're going to do what they got to do to get right. to where they need to be, to get funding right. for their next album. Right. right. Exactly. Like, this is, they, especially if they back by a label, they have to pay their label back. So <laughs> their label is going to make sure that the song does good, even if it doesn't. So... I don't know why people, I just, you know, stands, experts, my expertise, Beyonce said a word. Um, I just really think if people sat and actually looked at the charts, looked at a lot of trends and like really paid attention, a lot of these stupid ass stand Twitter beefs wouldn't be a thing. Like it's just people saying that this is fake, this is fake. Like it's not. Like <laughs> this is just. If you at work and your manager say we got to get sales up, you're going to get the damn sales up. This is just that in music form. So. <laughs> I mean, period. That's simple. Um, my is, I'm sorry, was that it for your hot take, Nika? Oh, yeah, I'm done. My hot take was a, a something I saw on Twitter. Let me find the tweet. Um, movie tropes for gay men. Um, I think that they. This is there's this show called Sex Education, which I stopped watching one because it's about teens. I really wish before I get into uh movie tropes for gay men, specifically gay men, I really wish TV shows would start making these sex shows for people my age because why are we looking at teenagers? It's it's done. Like let's stop. Um and in the show, um I haven't even gotten a spark because I stopped watching it because I just found it so fucking weird. But um, the the um, which I've seen this trope a lot too, like the the bully of the gay guy ends up being gay. Um, 
which honestly from a lot of my uh friends that I have because I'm friends with a lot of just gay men in my life they say that that typically is something true but they don't end up with them like why does Hollywood make these gay men end up with these people that's torturing them like why can't we have a healthy trope for gay men like it's getting pathetic and people don't understand that a lot of gay men look to media because they might not have that support or they might not be out and they just keep showing them these traumatic ass tropes that they have to go through something traumatic to find love and I just think that Hollywood should do better because it's getting pathetic um yeah that's my hot take (laughs) yeah I would love I would really support the fuck out of a movie with just gay men having a healthy trope like a fairy tale with no type of trauma behind it like just let them be happy let them fall in love and just go with that like why does it always have to be this i'm tired of seeing this trope because i've seen it a lot a lot it'll be a literal um fairy tale wow right like just and get them out of the i understand why y'all actually i don't get them the fuck out of high school please just do some shit with adults Oh. No, yeah, because I'm really, like, it's really weird to see all these, like, shows where, like, the center of, like, well, yeah, the center of the show be sex, but it's, like, teenagers and kids. Like, the same thing with that, um, with that, the animated show, Big Mouth, that's what it's called. I'm just like, why? <laughs> like, those, like, yeah, I don't get it. It's weird to me. Yeah, I, I understand if you're trying to reach a younger audience, but I'm young. And I'm not mm-hmm. a teenager. Right. It's like there are people who are 20-something-year-olds and, like, would like to see a show like that, but not with, like, kids. And hey, that I also makes me think of the Gossip Girl show, like, like, the reboot of it. And I'm just like, I'm, like, I think it's good. Don't get me wrong. Well, it's entertaining. I won't say it's <laughs> It's entertaining. I'll say that. But I'm just, like, some of these storylines, I'm just like, huh? Right. And the teachers are, ugh, again, a I'm whole I'm tired of the teachers ended up with the damn students, too. Can we end that trope? Please. Because that's really disgusting. Please. I thought we was done with that with Pretty Little Liars. Like, I thought we was done with I ain't gonna lie. I love a good te- teacher-student AU, so I'm, uh-uh. I'm gonna shut these fuck up. Uh-uh. Because I be reading it. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you shut the fuck up because <laughs> you should have never unmuted so big ass black ass to say that. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, well, listen. All right. I'm tired of no, it too, on uh, TV. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I did call you Y back and I meant it. And um, <laughs> you I said what I said. I said what I said. But I'm tired. I'm I'm tired of watching it on TV. I'm not gonna lie. But I, I I if it's a good teacher AU, I will read it. If it's like nasty, I'll be like, Mm-mm, I don't like this. I don't feel what you reading it for? Because they used to be nasty. I don't like not, no, not like if it's like if they like young, I'll be like, oh no, I don't like this. Like it just feel wrong. I'm like, I don't like this. This is too much. Like college, fucking right. Yeah, uh, that's still right. Wrong. It's still pretty wrong, but at least they adults. So at least they adults. Yeah, high school. I be like, let me get. I mean, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable eating here. No. <laughs> Give me a box. <laughs> Can I get my box? 
Wait, I um, said that loud. I don't want them to think I'm talking about it. So, Sean, did you have a hot take? Um, did I have a hot take? Uh, no. Okay. Don't know. Did you have a hot take? I did actually. I had one earlier. I had a whole rant on my spirit. <laughs> wait, wait. But, it, but I feel like. Oh, <laughs> wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Because she was taking fucking forever. Girl, did you have a hot take? I know. Girl, I was trying to think. Fuck, let Yana go. Let me think. Oh, Lord. So, like, I, I had. Okay, so I had like a whole rant on my spirit. But I feel like it was about journalists. But I feel like we covered that already in the last episode I was on. I feel like I've said enough about it. I feel like I've tweeted enough about it. It's like, it's like well, being a dead I, horse. I, I, know, I know what you want to talk about, and that's going to be in one of the topics that we talk about today. So if you just want to say enough that, you can. No, I, got a, I have a different one. It's completely okay. unrelated. So yesterday, I was like scrolling through my TL, and I saw something, a review of Candyman, you know, the movie with my husband, Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Beautiful man, mm-hmm. wonderful man, a good man. A beautiful man, Ooh. If y'all ain't seen that clip from Watchmen, just go, just go look. I'm not gonna explain what the clip is, but just, just go see. Anyway, praise the Lord. So, <laughs> the review was kind of, it was a scathing review. Like it was, a, like the person, it wasn't a bad, like it was a bad review, but it made sense. Like it wasn't like a this sucked and I hated it review. But what got me was the film isn't. I don't think it's out to the put well, it's out now because it's Friday. But most of the people in the quotes of the review, they're like, oh, wow, I'm so disappointed. I'm so excited to see it. And wow, I really trust this reviewers, uh, this critic's um, opinions. So I'm really bummed out. Like, it was just all those people saying they were disappointed before they even saw the new movie. And my thing yes. is, why are you disappointed before you see the movie? Why do, like, why do, why does the word of one person who, no matter what, uh-huh. Everyone can claim their objective, but everyone is subjective in some sort of way. So no critique or review is completely objective. It's just not to me, because everybody has their own taste. Everybody has what they like. So why does the opinion of one person dictate how you view something before you see it? Because now when you go in a theater to see it, your frame of reference is going to be, this is bad. I don't want to watch it. I'm going to be looking for things that the, the, the critics said as I watch and point it out. And then I'm going to leave here and not fully experiencing what I wanted to experience, but what they wanted me to experience. Yeah, that's my take. People, don't, people want to fit in. That's what really uh, I mean, I, it, it's also the thing where people like put too much stock into what a reviewer thinks. Because I always me i'm a person who likes to read reviews and see what people think but then there a lot of the times i'll read reviews and be like i don't agree with you (laughs) like i didn't feel this way about that but okay i feel like the whole thing about reviewers and like just in general reviewers get on my nerves and reviews like when it's a restaurant i feel like that's different like i'm gonna just see if the restaurant rated good so i can actually eat the but like with albums and like movies and stuff I really think that unless you're able to read reviews and still go in without any bias it's okay but I really think that people should look at the movie themselves and see how they feel about it like I even remember just a couple years ago looking at reviews for some movies and I 
looked at or talked about with my friends and I was like I love it but then they all hated it and I'm like well fuck y'all because I love the movie like <laughs> just if you like it you like it like you don't have to just be like oh this 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 because somebody else said it and people who review movies just be so hard for no reason too sometimes like I really think that they be hard for no reason I'm like the movie was okay as long as the CGI look good I'm cool <laughs> But if it's bad, I know how you feel about CGI. You hate bad CGI. If this shit look like X Men Origins, I'm gonna talk about the movie. Right. Okay. I got a hot take. Y'all ready for my hot take? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Uh. Okay. So I just moved right, and I don't got no job, but I'm looking for jobs. So I want to say fuck. Uh, jobs that make me do two applications, and then I and, and fuck jobs that also ask for my resume. And then make me input everything in my fucking resume. Fucking say, um, fuck y'all. Y'all kids suck a mean dick. Um, a big mean dick. Um, veiny. And I'm very, very, very sick. I'm very, very, very sick of ordering from DoorDash and they be forgetting my items. So, uh, fuck the people that work at DoorDash that be forgetting my fucking items. That's the restaurant. Okay, fuck them too. Please. <laughs> <laughs> she said, fuck the people at DoorDash. Like, they got to go to DoorDash to get your food or something. Fuck all of them niggas because <laughs> they gave me my refund. So, not fuck DoorDash, but fuck because I be having my fucking mouth set on it and then I get the bag and it's not in there. Mm. Now, who the fuck I got to fight about this? Mm. I'm not fighting myself because this was not my fault. No, nah, I'm not fighting myself. Goodbye. Okay, so that was my motherfucking hot take. <laughs> now let's get into this mess. Okay. <laughs> the, first thing, the first thing I want to talk about is what the other two hosts wanted me to add. I really don't want to talk about it myself. But um, Lucas from NCT um Apparently, yeah. you, let me let Sharon tell it because she was. Let's up. talk about Lucas because hold on, let me tell y'all something. I'm 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 passionate about this, and I'm about to tell you why. Very. This is this is this is uh Lee Su man. This is all his fault. Okay. You gonna they have got to Lucas. To the people who that is. Okay, Lee Su man is the nigga, whoever. Lee Suman is the nigga who is in charge of SM Entertainment, which is the company that Lucas is signed under. He is an NCT, a group that has 27 other niggers in it. In it. Not hard and ER. Hard ER, other niggers in the group. Well, they say hard ER, so I'm going to say hard ER. Um, <laughs> but they do. We're not going to act like they don't. So, Lisa Man takes 95% of their income <laughs> that they make on their albums, their touring, all them photo cars these hoes keep buying, all of that. He takes 95% of that. And they all have to trickle that 5% that they get between 27 dickers. So, <laughs> Lucas was out here doing what the fuck he had to do. Rent was due. I mean, he's, he kind had to, icon. he's kind of an icon. Cause... He's kind of an icon. Lucas had to suck a couple of titties for some cigarettes. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Okay. 
And that's not Lucas' fault. Lucas had to do what the fuck he had to do. He wanted to be walking around here with nice shoes and nice clothes. So he had to, you know, suck a couple titties, fuck a couple hoes, and do what the fuck he, he finessed. No, because one thing about him, what he will do is put on that outfit and rap them songs and dance them dances. So he he do his part. He do his part. Now, I, he, now Lucas, I'm not, okay, we're not going to get into his artistry. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about. That's not our way. That's not what we're talking about. Okay? That's not our area of expertise. But, but I do like Lucas. Do. I do like Lucas. I feel like Lucas, he's cute. You know, he's funny. He, he, beautiful gowns, great gowns. Um, <laughs> beautiful, and, beautiful, and and they done sent my nigga back to China, and I'm sitting here like, now what the fuck did Lucas do besides do what the fuck he had to do? Yeah, he with? got caught up. He got caught Fucking up, and geez. they caught pictures of him. He can't release his music either. They, they put a hold on all that nigga projects. That's actually really fucked up because now he really gonna be sucking to these. He really gonna be sucking titties because now his music not coming out. So he don't, don't even get know. the five percent. I don't and know much about what happened. Oh, sorry. And then on top of that, they went and outed this man. And I think allegedly. that's actually real, allegedly they outed him. And like, I think that's very fucked that's up. Sure not? The company ain't never said nothing, so I'm starting to think it is. That company ain't saying shit. When when they be quiet, that's how I know that shit. When because when they come out with the oh I don't this ain't real this ain't true, is is they ain't saying shit. Well, we'll say allegedly because China and South um Korea are ooh. yeah. So that's yeah. really fucked up. They whoever whoever came out with that story with them receipts and all of that. They want to ruin that man. They hate him. I don't know mm-hmm. what kind of dick Lucas dropped off to them to make them so mad. The girl said it wasn't good. So maybe that's find, what it oh, was. She oh, a little yeah, bitter. That's right. they, they she spent it. her money on that Balenciaga and the dick wasn't good. And now she's on oh, a rampage. She's mad. I mean, I would be too. I can't blame her because if I buy you Balenciaga and the dick ain't good. That dick better take, be I'm just going to take my Balenciaga back. I'm going to snatch that sweater off your back. I mean, first of all, she plays herself because why would you buy him Balenciaga? Yeah, that's what I said. Why would she buy him Balenciaga? No, no, let me tell you. Let me tell you what the fuck this stupid bitch did. She sent a taxi for him to come to her, drop off terrible dick, <laughs> and got a taxi to send him back to his house with the terrible dick. That nigga would have to find his way home. How oh, you gotta walk? Yeah, I'm well, not gonna lie. Y'all know I've been there. I lived there for a year in Korea, and the taxis aren't that expensive. Okay, I mean, still, I'm still not paying for that. I mean, down. I'm not paying to for go that. Back, I'm not that dick, that dick no was. I don't. I'm not gonna go out my way buying Balenciaga and nice shoes and shit for you and your dick regular. Regular dick, subpar dick. You know what? This is something Yana always says. Says, but where is the praying grandmas at? Where are <laughs> I the guess praying grandmas? grandmas? They don't have no harder. praying grandmothers. Lucas's grandmas is praying harder because he got his Balenciaga. 
He so, sure he fucked did. His ancestors <laughs> was looking out for him. And I know that's right. Listen, I one thing about me, right. I can only speak for myself. And one thing about me is I would never. I would I never. Would I, I got a living boyfriend. Ask me if I bought him a Balenciaga anything. He can get some city friends. <laughs> No, listen. And you supposed to be the one that's rich? I'm not buying you shit. You better be buying me some gifts. He's not rich. Didn't we just? Didn't no, I just break I'm down saying, his income? I said to you? supposed to be. He's, but he's not. I know. And that's why my man. It depends. Exactly. On how much long we've been dating too? Like I might, you know, a good gift, cute. But I'm not finna after we smash one night. Just and I gotta go home. Send you. I gotta pay money to pick you up, drop you off. And the dick was like three out of ten. No, I won't even buy you a happy meal. Like, and if I find out the, that the dick is trash, I'm not gonna be so hyped up about you anymore because it's some regular niggas out here with good dick. Like, I can get dick anywhere. I don't care if you are Lucas or anybody. My thing is, I know she had dick down the street. She, to- <laughs> she probably did. It was probably some dick next door. That was much. That's better. what I'm saying. It was dick probably right next to her. She could have got for free ninety nine, but you wanted idol dick. <laughs> That's the problem. She thought she was about to be the secret idol girlfriend. You wanted the fantasy, and he didn't give you that. And now you mad. That don't got shit to do with Lucas. Lucas did what the fuck he had to do. He got he fucked you, got the Balenciaga, and he left. <laughs> he probably sold that shit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> my nigga Lucas is a finesse. He is he is that nigga he say he is. He did what the fuck he had to do so he could be walking around in nice clothes while the other girls <laughs> had the hand me downs. His <laughs> shit came from sex. I know that's yeah. right. Anyways, Listen, free Lucas. A scammer is a scammer. Whatever that's a scam. You know I love a good Kiki, and that's a good fucking Kiki girl. <laughs> that was a good Kiki. I love it. <laughs> I love it. 10 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> Lucas, get behind me because I'm going to fight these hoes for you. I'm going to protect you because you ain't do nothing wrong. Does <laughs> Lucas know English? Does anybody know? Uh, He know a little English. I don't think he's fluent. I mean... He know a little bit. He could always learn. What I was trying to get at, he don't need to know English anyway, but... What I was trying to get at is that he could always come to America and model. Right. Lucas, get behind me. Listen, I'm going to teach you what to do with your dick. Oh, my I'll God. I'm a girl. I'm going to make you. I'm going to make you into the scammer that I know you could be. Because you already I got it in you. You got a na- He got a natural knack for it. He got a natural knack for it. So it's already in you. I'm going to make you into the scammer I know you could be. I'm gonna make it to where the dick gonna be so good these hoes not gonna tell nobody. <laughs> anyway, people keep it to I, Can I get a cigar box? I'm not really comfortable eating it no more. Um, <laughs> I got you, Lucas. Call me. Let's talk about. Let's just get into the next hot topic. Um, DM the French really, podcast. Really love <laughs> is a movie that just came that out is- on Netflix. And it was, it's about, it's a, it's a romance movie between two black people. I didn't see white people in a film at all. I saw three white people for two seconds. Loved it. Um, great movie. Just a little bit annoying because they could have just really fixed their problems with communication. But um, me and Yana watched it last night. It was a beautiful movie. 
Um, there was niggas, the light, the lighting was perfect. It was shot perfectly. It felt like a Jill Scott and Janet Jackson collaboration album in movie form. It was great. Uh, yeah, check it, it was- out. Cause I, we've talked about wanting like more just romance movies with black people in general. So, um, everybody listening, check that out on Netflix. It's starring Kofi Cerebo. I forgot, um, the, the, um, the girl's name, but she did a great yeah. job too. Yeah, but it has Michael Ely, Uzo Aduba, and oh, yeah, Suzanne. Notori. Notori Nine and Suzanne. She just died recently. The later they played the mama, but she was the mama on Parenthood too. Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, yeah, her name was Suzanne. Her real name Suzanne, but I can't remember her last name. But she was the mama on Parenthood. She's in the movie. Yeah. And you it know, really good. Ely in a romance movie, it got to be good. They put that light skinned nigga with the light eyes and everything. <laughs> Every <laughs> <He be> everything. <laughs> but yeah, they put that nigga in everything. They really he is, not black he, romance, he is the black man. <laughs> mm-hmm. He passed all the tests. He black enough that we recognize him as black, but he not black enough to what he it make white people uncomfortable. So they love he got him. the blue eyes. That, right, that because makes he feel huh? He probably got a little white in him. Probably, I don't know. I don't know his lineage. It's white in us. He, he didn't get them green eyes from nowhere. From <laughs> out the blue. You know, and that nigga been everywhere. That nigga was in the Halo video. Like, this, any romance. Any oh my God, he was. He sure the it. fuck was. Anything with love, that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, what well, he played, he played that little crazy man in that movie, though. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I remember. I said, I don't, I don't remember Michael Ely being like this. Please. No, that, not girl. even that one, not even that one. I'm talking about the one where he was like trying to kill his bitch, like he was stalking her. Oh, What's the I name of that movie? you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 the one with more chestnut. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she, he was the, with uh, Regina King. Was it Regina King? Yes. Yeah, and he was talking her. He was trying to kill that bitch. I said, oh, my God. He said, let me switch it up for you bitches one time. He really did. He said, <laughs> he said, I'm, he said I'm tired of all these love songs. Uh, he said, yeah, will not typecast me. I know that's right. <laughs> and he did throw okay. them turn out the window. <laughs> Tyler Perry going to pay for that. Tyler Perry is going to pay that's for that. Tyler Perry. Can't think about that without laughing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why Tyler Perry? We have to have a talk because you keep no, coming the fuck up. We every don't. He used to go to jail. Tyler Perry needs to go to jail. And why, Tyler Perry, why are you everywhere? Like, why was you with Prince Harry and Diana? Like, where did that come from? Oh, wait, not Diana. What's that lady name? Megan. Megan. Why well, was you with Prince thing- Harry and Megan? Well, the thing is, they basically got kicked out of the royal family. Well, they left, technically, but they didn't have anywhere to go because they didn't get enough money, so they can't be off of him in their house. Oh. Okay. Um. But well, how does he, why is he in contact with them? How does he know everybody? <laughs> this thing is everywhere. <laughs> like, you, like, I could turn the corner and Tyler Perry will probably fucking be there. <laughs> You don't want to know what kills me? Like, it's just how he be coming up with this. You know what? You're right. Because I just watched Medea's family reunion with my sister last week. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll throw in the towel. 
burn it kill it with fire and let me tell you the thing with the His plays, his plays are top tier, but the his plays the are movies, good. The movies, the movies. that family reunion play, classic. Get a play. Even though it's the same plot, it's just the, the acting is just they is cracking it. I no, I want everyone that listens to this. If you haven't seen it, go watch Medea's family reunion, the movie. Please uh-uh. go watch it. Please, please. It, I'm begging. That's a comedy. That bitch yeah. said, no, what's that movie that he go, my bed. My bed. My bed. That's, I can do bad by myself. My bed. Like, why? Because he, he was he had autism or something. Don't do him. My bed. My bed. That's how I be when I be getting. He had Janet Jackson asking her husband if he does the bending. Why? <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. Oh, so you the one doing the bending? Yeah. My yeah. sister was hurt too. She was. She active. said, she was like she "How do you marry a woman and let another?" He made just got drive up that snowy ass hill, and, and then when asked why the husband didn't buy her a ticket, he said, "I wasn't buying two tickets for her fat ass." I said, "Oh." Well, he's a sick his, man. Like he is sick. He has to be arrested, and then we'll get in the movies in that fat suit and that wig. <laughs> like, bye. And then gave the the ex husband the villain cancer and didn't kill him. Now how he get a redemption it. arc? No, you want to know what I will say? You know them. You know the niggas in the movies that be beating their wives. They really do look like they be beating their wives in real life. Like. Oh. Good job on the casting. I'm crying. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Good job on the casting. Don't do blood, don't do it like that. They really don't, like you can't look at them niggas and be like, oh yeah. Some don't do it. Don't do Malik Yoba like that. You put a wife beat on any nigga and he look like he beat bitches. It's the wife beater. <laughs> Y'all That's all funny. it is. It's just the wife beater. Because look look what that wife beater did, Michael Evie. He throwing her out the window. <laughs> Moving forward, um, next, are we going down the BTS route or the Beyonce route? Let's do let's let's just talk about Beyonce posts in JK on her website. Um, got a lot to I talk about. Talk first with Beyonce. Wait, let's save that for last so we can transition. Okay. All is, okay. Let's talk about Butter featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Did you not? <laughs> what? I said let's talk about Beyonce first and then talk about because I feel like for BTS we got a lot. Okay. I even forgot what this one point was. B and Aaliyah. I don't remember. We're not talking about Beyonce no Aaliyah. Oh, yes, we are. I just want to talk about her album. We can say that for later. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, um, well, um, we mentioned that Aaliyah's music was gonna be put out for streaming. And what like two weeks ago now um her second album one in a million came out on apple music spotify all the stuff and i told y'all then i was lazy and didn't bother doing my research back then so i never heard the whole thing i knew just you know like i knew the title track four page letter if a girl only knew etc etc but i didn't know the whole album and i listened to it and that shit was good like mama was eating 
That sound. She really was. She had her own sound too. That was. It sounded really good. Missy and Timberland and her. That was magic. Like they really. Yeah, Missy. I said Missy. But yeah, they were, they were um just beautiful together. And that's that's really all I had on that. I just I wanted to express how beautiful that album was. Right. And I'm, and I'm oh, ready I wanted to talk about um the VMA lineup. For I right now, I just I don't even to know. talk about I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that I don't know like who who all is performing. Like, Me I either. Know. I just wanted to bring up this one point that I saw. Um Sorry, I'm closing the door. That I saw on Stan's Twitter was um, people are mad that, or not everybody, but people. Some people are mad that Chloe has a spot and Normani doesn't. And I just want to say I really do think that Normani deserves a spot to perform because. Wild Side is a bop. Like, it's number one to me. Shit. <laughs> I don't understand why Normani, Normani not performing. Ain't she, she on Billboard, right? She's trying. Yeah. Right? I mean, but I don't think that we should talk about Chloe. Like, I don't think we should be bringing, you know, they should be mad at Shawn Mendes. Why does Shawn Mendes have a spot? That's who they should right. be mad at. That's what well, I was going to say. I don't see what one has to do with the other. Like, yeah, right. I, like, I understand why. Chloe is going to be performing at the VMAs. Like, there's a lot of hype around her song. Like, the little snippet that she posted has already become like this big sound on TikTok that a whole bunch of people are using. So, and not even just that though. Like, Parkwood is really doing a thing with managing those girls. Like, right? They put them. They putting the girls out. They putting Chloe and Hallie out there. Right. So she's making her moves, and that's going to be like a big like. Daily right. performance of the song so I totally understand why she's going to be there and why she's going to be performing so I don't understand why she has to be brought up when we're talking about how Normani is being mistreated by whomever and that's really been a thing with Normani because it, it was a lot of the same thing with motivation like mm-hmm. when when motivation dropped and when Wildside dropped, like we should have been seeing the like performances everywhere, interviews everywhere. Like she should be stuffing those songs down our throat. But from the nation, like followers that I have, a lot of the time her stuff is get canceled out of nowhere. And I'm really starting to think that she's getting blackballed and I don't like it. Like I don't know I don't what happened with I don't like I don't know what happened with Fifth Harmony because like I was I watched them on X Factor I was gonna fan but I heard the first single and I didn't really like it but I always kept up with her money and then it's like after you have to notice like no other girls from the group have an album out except for the other one so I really think it's something I don't know what's going on behind the scenes but it has to be something with that girl that girl. I'm not gonna lie. I'm surprised Fifth Harmony made it as far as they did because I watched that show and was shocked every week they didn't get sent home. But <laughs> I mean, now seeing Normani as she is, like I genuinely like her. And Normani is a star. 
Yeah, and like she I've, and like I feel like she has everything she needs. Like she's gorgeous. She can dance her ass off. She can sing. Like and I really there. like her voice. Like it's like it's not that normal. Oh, I'm gonna just hit a whole bunch of high notes. Like, that voice. like it's her. Yeah. Like she actually has like a unique tone. Yeah. Right, and her so, mom like, was making sweets. Not her mama was in it making tweets. Hello? Yeah, I just don't. I just no, her mom. I'm, her mom was making tweets saying that it's stuff going on behind the scenes. And they said it's not her label. Like her label is working. So for once, it's not RCA. For once. So then hmm. I wonder where the so it's a higher power behind him. It's some. It's something else. It's somebody else's label that I think is just trying to block her. That's my yeah. Theory. It's a higher power behind him. And I hate it for because I really like. Why Because imagine. Yeah, I said I wonder why. Of course, I know why, but. Oh no! What'd you say? Imagine, like, whilst I we should have been had like at least like three of them by now, but. Right. performances, right? Like she performed it so well. She had been on a late night show. Nothing. She was supposed to be on Fallon, but it got right. canceled. So it's definitely the industry. And she was supposed to be on Fallon, but it got canceled. So that's what I mean. Like every time she's supposed to do something, it gets canceled, mm. and I just feel like that's that's fishy. I don't know. Yeah, mm. that's very strange. Mm. And this is my thing. She I just came out with the Wild Side Challenge like a couple of days ago. I'm like, why is she invented this? She did do the wild side like, challenge like, the first she... time the first time it came out. I didn't see that. No, she just now posting the wild side dance for the TikTok like a couple days ago mm. with the hashtag wild side challenge. People started mm. doing it on their own when it, when mm. the video dropped, but she wasn't actively participating in it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't pushing it. I it was think, just people just wanting to do it because like, they fucked with it. Right. There's definitely something going on because, like we talked about before, I don't see, I, I don't understand how a song Cardi B is on isn't doing well because all her songs do well. I mean, it is doing well. Like it had a problem when it got snatched off of Apple Music for a little while, but and it so it dropped a little on the charts, but then it's like slowly rising back up. Like it went from like 60 to like 57 this past week. So it's not doing terrible. It's like, it's stable. It should be doing better yeah. though for a Cardi B. I see, I see what you mean. But Cardi can only do so much. Right. Yeah. And she's definitely not. But me and Yana was talking about it. Me and Yana was talking about it. Like she don't got no performances. Like this is when she be she should be milking the current age thing. Like put your own performance out on YouTube. Like it's really get a set, build it up real cute. Get a set, build it up real cute, and perform it on the set with the dance and put it on YouTube for people to enjoy. Yeah, it's very ghetto how they're not giving her her, her moment. There she is saying that shit in her backyard like Chloe and Halle did. So mm. why she not? They said that shit on the tennis court. Shit. See, they sure did. Comparing them, no, yeah. This why these people comparing them to Chloe. Because that's what people expect. Um, well, speaking of Chloe. I'm excited for Have Mercy. And Chloe just tweeted today that she worked with the Neptunes, this this album, because she said she's coming out with an this album. Oh my God. And listen, I'm so ready. I, 
can I'm excited because her sound fits with that though. Like like their oh album, God. I think the Pharrell uh producing for her, I her sound really fits with Pharrell's sound that we know, and, you know, and Chad Hugo because like we can't forget him. Right, right. And like she's a great producer. Like I think she's underrated as a producer. I think I can't wait to see yes. her producing for other people. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Nathan. Go ahead. What was you saying? Oh, I was just gonna say I'm gonna bust. <laughs> oh. That's really it. <laughs> I'm not really a um Chloe and Halle stand or Chloe nor Halle by themselves, but I, I'm excited for y'all. <laughs> Come on, y'all gonna love this. When is she dropping? Have I'm mercy excited for y'all. I hope she's not gonna drop this shit on the weekday. Mm, the VMAs, her announcement said she's premiering it there, so I don't know if she's like performing it there and then dropping it. But she oh, said it was supposed to drop this month, and we just had the last Friday of this month. Oh. And I don't really care for that middle of the week drop thing. That's yeah, and me either. And- Especially because she just started. Like they just they still new. Yeah, and like Aubrey and them trying to come back in the middle of September around that time. So I need my little drop and get her get her shine while she can. Oh yeah. What did you say, Aubrey? Yes, your yeah. man and Kanye dropping next next month. On the you third, you didn't have to tell me about Kanye. You could just tell me about Aubrey. It's because they beef and they drop it on the same day. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they met each other for some reason. For the hacks mm-hmm. that listen to the podcast, like all five of y'all. Nice. If, anybody rem- if anybody remembers in 2007 when graduation was supposed to come out, uh-huh. Kanye did this exact same thing with 50 album. And they were on one of six and park having a like mm-hmm. a back and forth battle and they were supposed to be beefing and both of the albums mm-hmm. did really well. This is just a promo. It's Probably. promo, yeah. It's promo. And then for him to post the screenshot of the text, I'm like, this promo. Mm-hmm. You gotta be his address that because, already, and he posted his yeah. address, but we all already know that. Like it's public okay. knowledge. Yeah. Right. Please show up to Drake House. You will be shot down. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry, but this was a kiki to me. Why Kanye add pussy teeth to the group chat? Like Kanye. I'm fine. <laughs> because he's I'm messy. Fine. He's Men are messy. so messy. Men are messy as hell. They show I love me. Like, I love me, man. I'm sorry. Men kind of push that 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 like stereotype on women and shit, but men are women. Messy as fuck. Them motherfuckers is messy as hell. And Kanye is the messiest one. Like he didn't get that shit from his um <laughs> his um and her sisters. He he came in messy what? and made uh. them messy. Er, <laughs> that's well, a combo, messy squared. I don't. I'm not a big. I wanted to talk about Kanye's thing, but I didn't even watch it because I'm not a Kanye fan. But congratulations to the Kanye fans because he's supposed to been put that motherfucking album out and <laughs> weeks ago. Weeks ago, like, yeah. and I don't know if it's supposed to come out on like August fifteenth, so, something like that. Something, but you know what? Congrats to his fans because he premiered it, I guess, on Apple Music, and y'all finna eat eat life up. Congrats. Well, we might we might not want them to eat life up. <laughs> Some of my and I, I people men always be talking about. 
you know how they think women are stands, but my my like my friends in real life are stands. Kanye stands. Oh, rap stands are way worse than any other fans because like they feel horrible. They're horrible, and like <laughs> they do this in real life. You be like, I like so and so, and they be like, oh, they're not that good. Shut the fuck up. Sometimes I just want to dance and shake some ass. Damn. <laughs> Let's talk about Beyonce, um, for Tiffany and Co. and Jay Z, the about love. What so what is she even like? I couldn't even understand it myself. Is she like the new face of Tiffany or yeah, yeah. so year long campaign? Yeah, so basically, what they're doing, mm. like, um, if I'm wrong, say something, but apparently, her and Jay Z are going to be advertising for them and getting paid for it, and Tiffany and Co. is just mm. gonna be having a whole bunch of the expensive ass um pieces for sale. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Mm. Mm. But this is um, a rich people thing because yeah. I'm not buying none of that. Right. <laughs> I'm about to say I'm not purchasing any of it, but Mm-mm. I I mean no, I love the pictures. Beautiful um, pictures. Beautiful. Looks beautiful very house. beautiful with that big ass diamond on her neck. Like she just looks Perfect. amazing. I, I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting. Oh yeah. Girl, you can bring it on. Tiffany. And company oh Tiffany, not buying it. But thank you, Beyonce, for giving me beautiful vows and beautiful pictures. Yeah, I will go and get a brochure that has um, <laughs> Beyonce on it. Um, that's probably the only thing I can afford out of Tiffany. Um, but yeah, this is um, for like our middle high class type people. Like this is they this they thing. This for y'all. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, no, that the diamond has never looked so good on anybody else um and as for yeah. all the shit um that people are trying to drag her for about you know the diamond and nobody cares and rich people shit i couldn't give less of a fuck honestly i don't care like at all like i like i do not care i'm just here for the moon river cover because i can afford that exactly listen that that's this what, is I'm, what I'm here for like, I, I want to hear my song. sis sing. And she, as soon as she says, oh, two drifters, I'm going to start crying. I just am. <laughs> I can't wait. That's what I need. I need the vocals. I cannot wait for that. Um, I'm very excited for that. Um, Next. What's what's next, Nathan, since I'm going Now we can talk about the damn website. <laughs> Shit. Beyonce posted JK on. Let me just tell y'all something. <laughs> Being delusional paid off because let me tell you something. Please. Beyonce loves my time. I love my time. Beyonce posted JK. JK, that's my bias. Like, it's just a win win for me. And I haven't been this delusional in a minute. And I just think that this confirms. That being delusional is okay. This confirms that we get a BTS collab. Um, Beyonce and BTS is coming in 2022. Um, mm. I just yeah, want y'all to know that it's going to be on the album. Mm. Okay. It will be on the album. It's going to be on BTS album. Beyonce is not going to put it on her album, but it's going to be on BTS album. <laughs> 
Beyonce won't be putting. You know, she's gonna put one. She put one man on her album. Her man. Her man. Yeah. I mean, and Kendrick and James Blake. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack White. Maybe Frank Ocean. Maybe. Oh yes, she's good for Frank Ocean collab. Yeah, but she she will not be putting Kim Nam June on there. But (laughs) Beyonce will be on the album. I can guarantee you that. It's coming in 2022, y'all. Okay. We getting it. We getting it. Yes. But that was really like an exciting day. Like my jaw dropped when I got a text message from someone who's not even an army. And yeah. he, was, he was like, um, he texted me like in a group chat I'm in. And, um, he was like, Beyonce put John Cook on her website. I was like, no, the fuck you didn't. <laughs> And so I they went, could call me. And so I went right to the website and there the fuck he was. And I was just like, wow, she she really I mean, I assumed that she knows of them because she's not stupid. Right. And she keeps up yeah. with I mean no, everything that's going on. Like she's not, you know, just out of the loop. So I assumed that she knew them. I just thought that she didn't put them in there because you know she just stuck with, you know. Um, yeah, I just <laughs> <laughs> that like that whole day I was just like out of breath like I, just, I was so happy I was so happy like nobody understands what we went through with Army High we have been eating off of crumbs and dust and air particles from Amoeba <laughs> for th- well for me for three years probably not for like four for like for like we've been making edits we've been just happy that they had crazy catch me in the background of a video Mm-hmm. So, we held on to that. Yeah, seeing arrangement at the 2020 Grammys traumatized us. Cause they and you and he crazy in love. Number like, one crazy in love stand. Me and, and he is. is. And he is. And he is. My man is high. My man is high. Oh, and he is. I'm going to let you head out. Because <laughs> 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 we sister wives, we, we see each other. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I was I was Wait. at a fucking proposal and Sharon and Nathan called me and they said, "Girl, Beyonce posted." I said, "You fucking lie." I hung up on them and hung <laughs> up. And hung up. Like <laughs> that's <laughs> nasty. When Nathan said, "I hung up," I said, "I know you lying." <laughs> I said, "She either passed out or she at work. <laughs> she couldn't do this." No, I was at a fucking proposal. I was trying to keep. You know, my morale because it wasn't about me, but it was because <laughs> it wasn't about me, but it was. But it was. <laughs> I know that's right. Let me rephrase that better. It wasn't about me that day, but in my head, it was about. I y'all. thought I won a fucking Grammy because I was just, I was shocked. I was shocked. That was one true BTS interaction. I keep saying BTS, but when I say that, I mean B E Y T S. <laughs> <laughs> B that was one BTS interaction that it was so unexpe- unexpected came clearly clean out the blue. And, and you know, I thought we was gonna get it from BTS, but we got it from fucking Beyonce. And you know like, what? As BB said in the group chat, if we're gonna heal, let it be glorious. Amen. Because that 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 Grammy, that Grammy picture haunts me in my sleep. I, I wake up in a cold sweat thinking about them seating arrangements. Uh, the, my whole back be wet. Oh my god, ew. 
because Beyonce was supposed to be sitting right in front of BTS at the Grammys. And, it was excited too. They thought she and, was gonna be. And like, we was like, we was like, we won. We was celebrating. We was celebrating. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was. It broke the internet. And then, <laughs> and then Beyonce had one job: show up. And and baby, and baby girl said, "I'm not going to that." I'm not going to that. All she had to do was show up. Your seat was already picked for you. You just sit down. And 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 you know what? I it hurt me and my homegirls because we was like, fuck. Maybe they would have stayed at the Grammys a little longer. You know, Jimmy grabbed his person. He left right after he got <laughs> off stage with uh, that boy singing that song. They was like, we going, we bye. By the time this, this performance was over, they was like, BTS is live. I'm like, fuck, they must live right next to the award show because they got home fast. But that niggas <laughs> They sped home. They got home very quickly. Uh, they threw the fuck off. Yeah, they was like, we're not staying for this. They they I'm stayed for the opening. They, they did the performance, and next thing you know, Jimin was posting on we reverse with his purse with the deuces. He said, "Gots to go." <laughs> Jimin such a bad bitch. Jimin had his purse, bitch. That had me crying because I just imagine <laughs> after the performance was over, you know that gift of uh, Viola Davis grabbing her purse. <laughs> yes, I love Jimin. That's what like... Jimin did. Jimin said, "Bitch, let me get the fuck out of here." No, you wanna know what I think of? You know, you have have you ever went to a party and you expect your crush to be there and they don't be there? You be like, yeah. Yeah, I gotta go. get out That's of here. That's what they yeah. probably thought about Beyonce. It was like, yeah, let me get the fuck out of here. June said, I'ma head out. <laughs> y'all be y'all be safe though. June got the fuck. But I really think that they they really left because I and it hurt my feelings because that was like the height of corona and people was making jokes. And I think that's really why. They, left. they didn't stick around for like the whole show. That's how I feel. But either way, it really hurt me that Beyonce did not show up to the fucking Grammy Awards. She 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 really said that I'm not was. going she to that. Have to do nothing. She just had to go and smile. She just had to come. But do she that smile she be doing. She could have been there for two seconds, and we would have been we would have ate for years. You know what it is. I'm I'm gonna just I'm not gonna think it's the worst to Beyonce. I'm just gonna assume that um blue was supposed to wake her up she told blue wake me up at three right and so she can get ready and she was waiting on blue and blue never came got her uh-uh don't put this on blue blue never came because blue blue was like i'm gonna play with my friends and then blue said fuck i lost track well she didn't say fuck she's like oh i lost track of time Blue was like, I lost track of time. My my bad. By the time Beyonce woke up, it was seven. You know what? Speaking speaking of Jay Z, Jay Z, let me tell you something. I remember that Met Gala where the theme was Mother Teresa or some shit like that, and you took Beyonce on the trip. Don't do that this year. Do not do that this year because we have shit riding on this Met Gala. Yeah, like that one where um Rihanna was dressed up and everybody was eating it up when she was um. She had on like that silver. Uh, oh, the, the Catholic silver. one. Yes, and Beyonce was supposed to go, and Jay Z took her on a trip or something. Don't do that, Jay Z. Do not do that this year. You got you have a lot of other weekends that you could pick from. Do not pick this weekend for the Megala because Army has has a lot riding on this, and we need her to show up. So 
make sure that happens. Thank you. I mean, I kind of don't think that they'll do anything this year because, I mean, they're ambassadors for Tiffany and Co. So they might go and just, you know, be, you know, iced out. Ain't no just. That's the thing. Like you don't know with them. They be you don't know if they going or not. I just need y'all to go. That's it. I need y'all to go. Don't do no surprise trips. Y'all could take a trip after y'all do just at least an hour and take a picture with BTS and then hop on y'all private jet right after that. Please. I need y'all to be there this year. I need you there. Thank you. Um. Next up is this. Uh, before we get into the new single that just came out from them, um, this Billboard article. Um, we oh, talked about on positivity. Girl. I love that. What you say? I said that we're gonna end on positivity, and I yes. said that. I want to talk about this fucking Billboard article. Um. Again, journalists prove to not. I just think they have it out for BTS at this point. I've always thought that, but this has just confirmed my uh, suspicions because it's just no fucking way. It's just no fucking way. Like y'all keep doing this, all of y'all, all, every journalist. Like who's paying y'all? Who's behind it? Most of you niggas keep doing it. So who is behind it? Take me to the main. Take me to the man. Take me to the main, bitch. Because we got to get this shit in the butt. Lisa, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck Lisa, man. Because we just going to blame him for everything. Yes. And JYP. And JYP, too. Let's add that nigga on the roster. It's all JYP. Now, funny as it is, I don't think he has he actually has a problem with them because him and Bang used to be cool back in the day. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah they was he, cool. Him and Bang used to write for them or something like that. Yeah. Well, him was, to be honest, they probably still cool because I know I have got seven records because I'm a got seven stand. A lot of the producers that work at Big Hit produce on got seven records too. So. Mm. Yeah. Because the big hit is big hit music is on Guy Seven's production credits. Oh, yeah. It says big. Hit. It says big hit. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh wow, that's interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. But I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that nigga JYP <laughs> everywhere. He's still trash though. Fuck that nigga. He'll yeah. never get He's right. Still trash. And back to the main point. You niggas that be writing articles about BTS, you have to give it up. Just tell me who the fuck is tell y'all to write the shit, or you just give me to the main bitch because armies will deal with it. I don't even gotta throw in a towel. Throw in the rest towel. of the armies will figure it out. Just tell us. Who I don't. Is. I don't want to read another article on BTS if it's not from Reverse Magazine at all. Because I mean, these that, niggas don't know what they're doing. That's really where I'm at, to be honest, because. Those those interviews were good, mm-hmm. like probably the best I've ever had. I've ever read from them. Like they get to the root. Exactly. Like, yeah. The I don't rust. want BTS. <laughs> I don't want BTS to ever walk into an interview and feel like an interrogation. Like, who's who are you guys dating? Who's your next collab? Shut the fuck like, up. Like that should be feeling like an interrogation to me. Like I don't like that at all. They be so uncomfortable and like no. No, and then you get, and then you. I'm sorry, Diana. And then you get the the article, you get your 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 little feature, so people will buy the fucking magazine because you know we're gonna buy it. 
so we'll buy the fucking magazine and then you insult them you degrade them you fucking insinuate things that are not true you just basically blatantly lie you sit there and you come with your biases already in your mind and then and then you put that on paper and it just comes off better like i hate to see them really be successful and that's bothering me and my homegirls and yeah and the thing, the main thing that bothered me, besides like the way it was written, was the, like how they were trying to say something without actually saying it. Like if you're gonna say it, just say it. Like if you gonna say, you, if you gonna say you think that fans buy music is manipulation, say it yourself. Don't. First of all, they put damn tweets in an article. <laughs> oh down in the gutter. I thought this was journalism. I thought this was a classic party. They went to college for this, and that's that's what's really you paid for this. But like, where's and, the professionalism? Right, and to piggyback off of what Yana just said, this is Billboard magazine we're talking about. So, if, <laughs> so if you, as Billboard, have a problem with what how this artist is charting on billboard then why don't you as billboard do something about that and we don't even need to get into all of the chart manipulation stuff that's been actually happening for decades we don't have to talk about all of the wild shit that current artists are actually doing and don't get called out for like we only talk about um um Dua Lipa and her VPN sales we don't need to talk about um 39 cent willow because none of that matters it's just like this is what's selling panties right it's just like if you don't like this as a billboard, you have the power to change the rules. It's something that you do with certain things literally all the time. Like you change rules with stuff all the time. But you just know that if you change the rules for purchasing, all of these labels are going to be on your ass. So the only thing you can do at this point other than just sit there and take the shit is be um passive aggressive because I promise you that if a white bitch had if a white bitch had the same stats the same way that BTS did it wouldn't be a problem anyway. and as Billboard if you have a problem with it if you have a problem with fans or fans coming together and organizing to buy music like this is money that actually come out of our pockets if you have a problem with that maybe think about why we do it Maybe you should think about how radio is something that you put so high up on your damn um, way to uh, calculate the sales won't play them. Don't you ever think, hmm, why isn't radio playing them? Okay, because they speak in a different language. Oh, but, you know, a lot of other uh, songs have been on Billboard in different languages, but go off. If it's people requesting to play this shit on the radio and they're not playing it, I mean, there's a problem with that. Maybe go back and think about that. I don't know. Um. Yeah, like eat my ass, Billboard, because that was mm-hmm. fucking stupid. 
and one more thing to say though, there are parts of the article that like were blatantly lying, and I just don't get why. Like they lied and said that like after the concert that fans get email reviews and asking how they like it and what emotions they feel after the concert, and that never happens. Like none of my none of people are like this isn't true, this is fake. And then they really. It was a part, the part they really made me mad was, it was talking about BTS being UN envoys and they're supposed to be coming to New York and like, they might be here already, we don't know. And it was talking about them being vaccinated and how it pushed them up on the vaccination list in South Korea, even though they have a shortage of vaccines there. First of all, that's America's fault. First Mm -hmm. of all. Why was that even brought up? Second of all, second of all, they lowered the age to their age group. Mm -hmm. So they it didn't push, they didn't jump in front of the line of anybody during that age group. Yeah. And even if they get, did get the vaccine, what the fuck that got to do with anything? It didn't have shit to do with that article that, that he was writing. You really went and cited your sources from the TL. <laughs> your source was the timeline. And trust me, uh, bro. That was and it was a bunch of fucking anti accounts. And and trash ass accounts like this is where you get your information from people who have not washed their ass today and are actively typing. Active, you're actively typing, and you smell your breath through the screen. I can smell it as you type it. This is where you're getting your sources from people who don't love themselves and just have nothing else better to do but to talk bad about BTS. This is where you get this from. That's who you trust in. Look at the screen. No, because is this your this, source? This is Billboard magazine. In what world? This is not like a blog, like like a startup blog. This is supposed to be like <laughs> like a music magazine. In what world, as a journalist, do you go on Twitter.com, look up tweets from Stan Twitter, and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put this in. I'm gonna put this in my like in my article." What? Who does that? This is ghetto. I could have wrote some shit better. And it's 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 even more insulting to me because they really thought that we were gonna sit there and buy that shit. And it's just like, so you really gonna have this article where you pretty much talk shit through the whole thing and then think that we're gonna buy it? Like, what? Yeah, it's not making sense. Where they do that at? Right. It's not making sense, not making change, and definitely not making dollars. So I don't, I don't understand. To wrap it up, that shit was crazy. Fuck Billboard. Call BTS it one more time, bitch. And I'm about to show you what it is because I'm about to pop up out the sewer like a clown on your ass. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Call them it one more time. Not like a clown. I'm about to hop up out the motherfucking sewers on your ass. I promise you that. Okay, that was a bar though. That really was a bar. I promise you. Call him it one more time. I got, I got, I got something for you. Um, let's talk about uh, the butter, butter with Megan the Stallion. <sighs> butter with Megan. Dad, this was this has been a very eventful week because Sunday we get uh, JK on Beyonce's side. Then Monday we figure out that she taking her label to court. What we dealt with that. That was Monday. That's what it was Tuesday. It was oh Monday whatever yeah it was Tuesday because the teaser was supposed to drop Thursday and then the song was come out Friday or something like that 
Basically, she had to take the niggas to court for this goddamn song. And that's yeah. how we found, and that's how we found out about it. Yeah. We can't we can't never find out about stuff normal. No. <laughs> no. It I mean, this this was supposed to be a normal thing too. They had teachers coming and stuff, and boom, they just, the label just didn't want it. And Plus fuck a nigga named one. Carl. Fuck a nigga named Carl. Because I'm I still got That's some an ugly ass name. That sharecropper I, name. I still got some for that Not bitch. A sharecropper. <laughs> I'm in Houston right now. And if I ever see Carl on these motherfucking streets, I got a mean old ankle for him and I'm gonna clip that bitch. I promise you I will. I promise you I will. That bitch will hit the ground. And I hope the pavement is hot when you hit it. Fuck a nigga named Carl. Uh you a whack ass bitch. Uh, you never not gonna be nobody. You didn't break Megan, so I don't ever want you to ever think you broke nobody in this industry because you didn't. The best you got is busted, 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 and that's the only part we know. Um, does he even <laughs> have that? Barely. That's Erica Banks. Um, you got uh, forty-seven. Fo- you got forty-seven followers on your Twitter page. You are not that nigga you think you are. Um, the most engagement you ever got was us telling you to uh, go ahead and jump off your, the nearest cliff or run into the nearest street in traffic. That's the most enga- engagement you ever got. Um, so you should be thankful for that. Meg got you that again. Meg keep giving you everything that you have. And you keep sitting here talking about Meg owe you money. Meg don't owe you a motherfucking thing. Meg owe you a motherfucking ass whipping. And <laughs> I hope you get it swiftly and expeditiously i would like to see the ass but i hope it's recorded and i hope it's put on world star hip-hop i will go to world star hip-hop to watch it i won't go to the shade room because fuck the shade room i will go to world star hip-hop to watch your ass get beat by meg and her boyfriend i hope they jump you tag team on your ass yeah carl you stinky nasty mouth big back wide neck bitch um your drawers you've been wearing those for 10 days straight you need to How take them know? off, wash them, and wash your ass. Because he looked like he's stink. Mm-hmm. Take them off, wash your ass thoroughly. Open the cheeks and put the towel in there. <laughs> and <laughs> Lather the soap up. Lather it up. Lather it up. You nasty bitch. Um, smelling like garbage water. Um, yeah, that's all I got for you. But I'm probably going to think of some more later on. I'll just put it on my uh, blog or something. But fuck you. Carl. Oh, anyway, and- the song the song sounded great. <laughs> um, when I Meg doing- said, I'm on these hoes neck like the bob, like the back of a bob, I said, absolutely. I was going to say this on the timeline earlier, but I wanted to save it for the show. I'm not going to say it anymore, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, Meg essentially came on Butter and did what Beyonce did on Savage Remix. Like, she really took a song that we all already liked and then just enhanced it even more. And, and now I'm like, obsessed. And did. I love the remix. I'm probably only exclusively going to remix <laughs> from now on. Because, because that's no shame. okay, that's no it's shade. So it's really no shade. That's no shade. It's just that, okay, let me tell you what did it for me. I'm about to tell you. Okay, so, you know, her verse was over, and I was like, okay, well, okay, that's not the way now. It's the regular better, right? It's so I'm like, so when I get to Yankee Park, you know, I'm ready because, you know, I'm, I'm going to represent for my nigga. So I was ready. When he fight, I smell it from the nice guy. Got the right body and the right body, and I heard Megan, and I said, wait a minute, hold on, because 
Yeah. I said, I said, wait a minute, hold on, because who she talking to got the right body in the right mind? Like, who she talking to? Like, she really terminated with my nigga. Like, she want me to die. Like, Meg, like, come pick me up. Meg, come pick me up. Come pick me the fuck up. Come pick me up, bro. Like, take me with you. Like, I can't. Come get me. I was not ready. And then this bitch thought and the bitch was talking with you. And I said, hold on, wait a minute. This is real. <laughs> I was like, this ain't no edit, bitch. This is real. Like, she <laughs> real. was up and through the song. She was, and then, she was saying the original lyrics. I said, this, this, this is real. <laughs> this ain't no edit, bitch. This ain't no Twitter shit. Like, she was harmonizing with Jamie. I said, oh, God. Oh, they, gave her the harder, they gave her the harder part at the end, and I was so happy. That bitch said. Anyways. Anyway. The remix sounded great. Like, no, you would know what fucking got me when she was talking about the Bob, and then they posted JK with the. Uh, with his Bob <laughs> girl, which I was crying. Yes. I was crying. I was crying cry for like 10 Meg minutes. watched the video. She saw that Bob and said, That's I got to write about it. It's going in the verse. <laughs> she did. She fucking did. And you know what? I'm, I applaud her. I, I Meg, I'm, we're all rooting for you. We love the album. We're all in a bite. Um, I love Megan the Stallion. D Stallion. Um, and I love that it said BTS and making the Stallion and not BTS featuring Megan the Stallion. It was BTS and making the Stallion. And I, I, yeah. I listen. Y'all gonna get that number one if I will not sleep a wink. I've been streaming. And y'all know I don't be streaming. I've been streaming. This is giving me Savage Remix part two. Like, oof. I've been streaming the fuck out this song. I've been streaming the fuck out this song. Like, been streaming. For real. You gonna get... Yeah, they getting this number one. Because I'm streaming. Yeah. 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 Wait, yeah. when you think about it, let's get a little bit delusional. So... <laughs> A little bit. If not, this song go, if not let's get the <laughs> If this song go number one, Megan's first, Megan's uh, number one was with Beyonce. Beyonce. So like, Beyonce and BCS basically got number one together. Oh girl, girl. no together. Uh-uh, girl. You so that was a reach. I saw your no let me tell you. Let me tell you how far it was because I saw Nye's arm coming across my face. All the way from California. That's how big of a stretch that was. I saw the no, whole it's, arm. It's, it's, it's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. I girl, looked outside my nice. fucking window and I saw that arm. I saw her arm coming clean across <laughs> my face. I said, what is that? Now y'all acting like that's not some shit that y'all gonna like in a group chat when somebody else say it. Y'all no, I'm like, really not. I'm really not. That's a space jam. That is a no. That is a space jam. That was a space jam. Girl. I said okay, nah. I did say the damn thing. <laughs> BTS uh, and Beyonce have the number one together. Done. Anything else concerning the hot topics today? Um. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nathan. Oh, I was thinking. I don't. I don't know if I have anything yet. Go ahead, Yana. Oh, I hope this remix is performed at the VMAs. Like, I want it so bad. Oh yeah, that would be cute. Like, I need it. I need it. Like, I'm picturing that it. That would be cute. I have it in my head. I have the outfits in my head they have the colors in my head i just need it now and that's june's birthday so i'm crying because some cake 
some K Army was like, I can't wait to shake my ass. No. <laughs> <laughs> they said they could wait to shake their ass to some wop I know that's right. Oh. The Koreans, the Korean girl, the Korean stands was like, I'm about to throw this pussy back. Can't wait. <laughs> they said they was gonna shake shoulders. They okay. were shaking. They said that girl said I can't wait to throw my ass to this in Korean. I said, hold on. <laughs> can't wait. She to said I can't wait for Wap Uni to be on the not Wap Uni. I'm crazy. <laughs> I thought it was honey. Honey. I thought it was honey this whole time. Uni. Uni. Oh, it's Uni. Oh, it's it's Uni. I'm too American, sorry. Yeah, I'm very American. Because when I read that shit at AUs, I'd be like, okay, I skip over uni? it. Uni? <laughs> no, I skip over it. <laughs> it looked like uni to me. Just like I, I skip over home, I, I had to laugh. Yo, yeah, I skip over that. <laughs> you, I don't know how to say that to this day. To this day? Um, uh, he, he young, he young, <laughs> he young. I skip clean over that shit. I'd be like, he I'd be like, now I'm June. Next sentence. I ain't got time. I ain't got time for him. I ain't got time. I don't know how to say it. Just give me their name. Aren't you older than him? And then, no, he's not my him, but when I be reading it, it probably be JK talking. Um, but, you know, mm-mm, I don't. I, I skip over it. I skip over Mac Nate too. Hey, him. <laughs> oh, ooh, I cannot say that word. Mac Nate. Say what? Mac Nate. Macne? The youngest girl. <laughs> oh. No, she said, I can't say that word. And then you said, what word? Like, she was going to try to say it. <laughs> it was Yana just going saying. completely. Yana went completely quiet. She said, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I told you I can't say it. Is it Oprah? Or op- Oprah? Is it Oprah? <laughs> Oprah. How you say it? Opa, see, listen. Opa. I thought it was Opa. No, it's Opa. It's Opa. Oh, okay. Opa. Opar. You see, on the first podcast, you get to learn different languages. Look at us. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Let's oh, right. oh, wait. I have one more thing I want to say. Go ahead. Um, please stop stacking up these fucking milk crates. And walking up and down. <laughs> oh, child, please. Do y'all have nothing crazy. better to do? It looks fun, low key. Like, I will watch that shit. What I you mean it look fun, low key? Absolutely. I'm not, not breaking my back, girl, back. And Somebody my would watch, I would watch them do it. Like, no, I would I, watch them damn video. Somebody literally died. Like, somebody died? died? Yes. Somebody oh, died. A woman not. died. Not the one that got shot, huh? They no, start no. shooting at it. No, she, 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 she fell. These niggas in the hood waiting on y'all to get on crates so they can shoot at y'all. Please. Can y'all please stop? And 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 also, um, you niggas in the UK with them little whatever the fuck those are, them you fucking little pallets that you pallets. That's that should be that's that should be at Sam's girl. Give that to no, God because them was long. There wasn't even crates. Them shit was long as hell. Like no, that's palace because they they be putting the bunny bread at Waffle House on there. <laughs> like they want to be us so bad. Like, girl, move around. Not the UK. We try to start some beef. I'm got, no, I'm, I'm not. not I'm not. I'm not fighting with the niggas across the pond. 
Them niggas but, got swords on the back of their guns. Please, please stop getting on crazy. But they, but they did have a bitch. She had on heels. She raised the bar. She she did. I'm not even gonna lie. I was impressed. I said, I don't know what the fuck she training for, but can she please tell me? Because that we bitch on heels. She was on heels in them crates, and I never seen a bitch with so much poise and balance in my life. <laughs> I said, I'm a fine girl. I'm listening to you. This bitch was in heels. She went from the tippity top to the tippity bottom to the you know, bottom. When I tell you, me, me and my coworkers been talking about this all week, all week. <laughs> me and my coworker, we be showing each other videos. He be like, "Did you see this one?" I'm like, "Nah." This this one dude set up roll the blunt. Yeah, roll the blunt, roll the blunt. That was kind of sickening, though. I'm not gonna lie. It was. It really but, was. But Jesus be a fence. Can we find <laughs> something else to do with our time? Please. Yeah, something they else. got. Please don't put no more crackheads on crates, please. No, because and then like when someone will get to the top of the crates and then be about to come down, somebody will come and like kick like kick the crates down oh, and, no. and make the person like no, uh-uh. My nerves bad. It's not even anybody I know. Mm. It gives you me so anxiety, so much anxiety, but I watch it from the beginning to end. Right, I just, I don't, I, I can't do it. <laughs> the first video saw that nigga fell so hard. I said, "Oh my god!" I know his back and body was hurting. I was like, <laughs> I know he have a couple of ruptured discs, and I don't know. I'd be like, my mama said I gotta go in the house now. Bye, y'all. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. If I go, if I pull up to the kickback, kickback, and niggas pull out crates, I gotta go. I gotta I'm get the fuck out of here. Can I get my to go box? If, I'm gonna drop off this macaroni I made, but let me get some and I'm gonna go. Me and my crew, let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to no crate parties. That's gonna be the new shit of 2022. Bye. Crate parties. Absolutely not. They're gonna be like That's 90 screen, 90 Bring your own crate. No. Bring your own crate. And these niggas <laughs> gonna stack them shits up and be fucking each other up on their front yard, girl. I already see it. <laughs> Thanksgiving crate thing. But I tell y'all right now, the niggas gonna be doing that shit for Thanksgiving. Next, I they gonna either. like stack them shits in different like patterns and shit and have like a whole fucking maze or like an Olympic fucking <laughs> intricate ass fucking right. crate challenge. Uh-uh. All that bullshit. Uh-uh. White people gonna colonize this and make it something that we watch on ABC. We're gonna see this shit at the Olympics in two years. Mm-hmm. In four years. White, pe- white people about to colonize this whole sport. They already have. They is. I already know. Did you see the one where the nigga was walking across the crates and the crates was falling and somebody said Jungkook in fake love? I screamed. I saw that oh, yeah. one. That I screamed. Oh, they the said crates they was said... falling as he was walking on them bitches. I was <laughs> yelling. They said that was Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Y'all remember that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, girl, I fucking screamed, bitch. I could not. <laughs> that man was covered by the blood of Jesus because uh, he had a praying he grandmother. Barely made it. He barely made it. But I had a praying grandmother. grandmother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. She, stay prayed up. Now let's get into the other half of this episode let's get into before because we want to say i want to save the um rap line mixtape for last because yeah let's get into pop culture ships um this is also supposed to be another one with ali too but i think we can all cover this one um me and yana was kind of talking about this the other day like 
you know mm-hmm. how we like the music kind of we was like the music oh. just hit harder back in the day and i honestly would have to say um especially with like you know soft boy rock and shit like that um like you know the phrase oh. like, how to save a life type oh. of shit girl you said ships i thought you meant ships like couples oh, <laughs> oh. bye we're talking about i know you're lying um i honestly feel like because i be watching some of these new rap dudes and i don't know if back in the day they was just good actors or whatever but a lot of them just be faking like (laughs) they they just not who they say they are you can hear it in the music like the music be trash as fuck um like very much trash and i know i'm just not like a super big rap and hip-hop fan but i mean back in the day john mayer was serving us with his little soft boy whatever the fuck he was giving and he was giving soft sad boy yeah he and he he was true to his religion he was serving with that shit um i miss when white people was white yes like me and yana was talking about 2000 you know the how to say well that era of music where the fuck did it go Mm, everybody won't be a nigga nowadays. And how do we get that back? How do we get that back? Like 2005 to 2007 was just perfect. Perfect. Well, my thing is, it, there was like a big shift to like huge, big, flashy pop in like 2009 or like after that, like 2010 ish, 11 ish. Then we got into like the EDM phase. And then we got into like the alternative, like the Lana Del Rey, the Lord, the Frank Ocean's, all that stuff. And now we're in this like weird phase of like, then we had like the like pop, the trap pop scene with Ariana and them a couple years ago. And now we're like in this like weird phase where everybody wants to like recreate pop. Everybody wants to be emotional. And I just feel like, where are the coffee house jams? Where are the pocket full of sunshine? Like, where is that pop? Like, right, because dang. like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that was it. Oh, I I was gonna say like, I don't mind like a wave of like a sound like being popular. Like that don't bother me, but it's just like everybody wants to do that, and like there's no diversity. Well, there is. You just gotta look for it. But as far as like the big names quote-unquote are concerned it's like everybody is doing the same thing and it's just like that's so boring (laughs) like where's the variety where's the the differences like why just to ariana grande and i don't know they really just they really just ride in a wave of what's ever popular at the time exactly and everybody doing it yeah exactly because in fact, this brings me to a tweet from last night where someone was talking about the um, the EDM um, moment we had in the early 2010s. And they were like, oh, people looked at this and like, I have to sing this. And it's like, I mean, yeah, when the people who don't do that just jump on it to get a hit, yeah, it's not... It's not that good because, like, you can tell that it's not like what they do or what they want to do. But yeah, you can hear that, how 
But the niggas that actually did EDM, they were eating. Like, yeah, yeah. They had bobs on bobs on bobs. Yeah. Them chain smoker boys, they ruined it for everybody. Oh, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, but... I don't know about no chain smoking, but. Um... That's it. They ruined it for everybody. They, they ruined it for everybody. Oh, you said they ruined it. Yeah, they sure did. Mm-hmm. They ruined it for everybody. But like the, the David Guetta's, the, the dead man. Oh, David Guetta. Oh, yes. He was giving. Dead. Disclosure. Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris. Like the people that did it were doing they it. it. But and the people that didn't just, you know, were kind of there and, and, and yeah, sorry, I had to say it. I didn't yeah, like her. Like, oh, sorry, sorry. And you are, and you are correct. Wait, what now? I didn't like Jennifer Lopez's EDM song. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, she don't bring nothing to the table, so that's not a, it's not a shock. And to piggyback um, off of what Nathan said about riding a wave, we listened to Solar Power together last week. It was last week. I think it was last week. Oh yeah, Jack Antonoff, or however you pronounce that man's name, will pay for his crimes. Yeah, he got every pop girl doing the same melody on every song. Now there are hits in between, like Solar Power, the song, and like a couple other songs on the album. They're good. They're great. Blue They're green. wonderful. But every single song to me has like a stem from. Lana. From like a Lana song. What's that Lana album? Uh, NFR. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he, I that's never the first, like, that was like the first, like, big album that, like, we know of that he worked on. And then he worked on Folklore. And then he worked on. Oh, no. Solar Power. And then he worked on Solar Power. And it's like, everybody's doing this, like, I'm outside in the earth and the sky is blue and the wind is blowing and I'm one in nature and I'm flowing. And, but it all sounds like one big song. Everybody wants to be like super alternative, rather it be like alternative in a like hip hop type of way or in a pop type of way. But there's just no, I miss when there was like, like we said back in the 2000s when it was rock. R&B girls in the 2000s were doing their fucking thing. And they all sounded a little different. Like, they wasn't just giving R&B that sounded like rock because rock was the number one genre. They was giving pure R&B. I miss that. And I feel like everybody wants to sound a certain way. Oh, Jack Eshnoff found his door and ran the fuck through it. Mm-hmm. So, um, the first, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. And the first big thing that it says he did was um, um, We Are Young by Fun. Oh, oh wow. wow. And then he got on with Taylor Swift in 1989. Um, mm. What song he did on now? But it wasn't all the songs on, on he did. Um, Out of the Woods, I Wish You Would, and You Are In Love. Oh, I don't Three like songs that I never heard. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like none of those. Um, then he did that um I don't want to live forever with 
her and Zayn, which they actually ate that. Oh, okay. and then he was on her um reputation album, and then he was mm-hmm. on Lover, Mm-mm. and then he was on Folklore, which is I mean, oh, they need to divorce. Damn. And then he was on Melodrama. Mm-hmm. And then he was on. He's the- good on melodrama though. Like no, he ate on melodrama. I'm sorry, he did that. I can't he even. Snapped on melodrama. <laughs> this man has one, two, three, four, five Grammys. Five. And all of them. All of the year Grammys. Well, Taylor ain't had no Grammys in like two albums. Yeah. Um. So both his album of the year Grammys are from Taylor. <laughs> Um, and then the other ones are from Fun, and then another one is from somebody we don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of sick of. I feel like everybody <laughs> rap. It's like um, they pick like a little um, like a little sound that they kind of want to stick to. I guess even though it all sound the same, and they put a bell on it. <gasps> and then that's just the track, and then they wrap mm-hmm. up the baby. I'm looking at you, but I'm Not trying to stick up. No, that should be giving Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, <laughs> bikini bottom. That should be giving bikini bottoms and SpongeBob. They really do. That ain't no Yana bell. Just, you be giving um, horns and flutes. <laughs> Yana just made me think of something else with the Jagger and Turnoff thing. Actually, um, I really wish. Because y'all only do this with black people because y'all aren't out here saying that Lord and and fucking Lana and Taylor Swift all sound the same and they copying each other. Because y'all acknowledge that it's that they work with the same producer. So I need y'all to take that and then apply this to black people. Because mm-hmm. y'all saying and specifically with Rich Harrison, one thing and crazy in love. Because mm-hmm. Ain't no way in 2021 with Google being free on Beyonce's internet for y'all to be saying that she stole the sound from Emery when that wasn't even Emery's sound. How can she steal something from someone that don't belong to them? That came out two years. That was number one. There was a two-year gap between Crazy Love <laughs> and, and uh, One Thing. And Crazy Love came out first, girl. Right. Um, that was because I saw a video on TikTok the other day and it pissed me off. And I'm mad that the comments have a certain amount of um dummies that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You could use because I had a word, I have to leave like three comments, but they were saying that um the Emery dropped her debut album and Beyonce jacked the sound off of it for um her debut album, but nothing on Amory's debut album, which came out in 2002, sounds anything like um, crazy at all. At, no. at all. At all. And then they point to one thing, but but Crazy in Love came out first. Right. And, and honestly, and, sorry, and both of those songs are produced by Rich Harrison and they sound similar because that is the sound that Rich Harrison was making. All right. And they were like, "Pick on Emery's producer," and like, producers don't just work with one person. Exactly. And to piggyback off that, this is honestly something that this is a belief that a lot of people hold. Because I've actually had this argument with several people in real life. 
that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But, you know, we can listen. Okay, let's just say Kanye West is a producer, right? Um, I Changed My Mind by Keisha Cole and Comfortable by Lil Wayne kind of have the same vibe. And they were both produced by Kanye West. But nobody's saying that Keisha Cole or Lil Wayne, whatever, stole each other's sound. Because no one knows those songs. No, they don't. No, they know those songs. Everybody knows those songs. Well, maybe not you. They know I changed my mind. I don't know about the Lil Wayne. Y'all know Comfortable by Lil Wayne. I put that on the playlist not too long ago. Um, I love Comfortable by Lil Wayne. Right. Um, Those songs kind of have the same vibe. This is probably not the best two examples, but whatever. I mean, we know. We know when there's another example of that with um, "Love and War" by Tamar Braxton and "Trust and Believe" by Keisha Cole. Oh yeah, those songs sound exactly the same too. (laughs) Because they have the exact same producer. Right. Wait, you said "Love and What Else"? Love and War by Tamar Braxton. By Monica and uh, oh, no, not trust. Trust and believe. Um, she said trust and believe. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, trust and believe in love and war. Yeah, I can see it. I used to um, th- like sometimes those songs would come on and I would think it was the other song. I'm like, oh, right. Until I heard the first line, I was like, okay, this is Tamar joint. But yeah, right. Um, yeah, you know what, Nathan, you're totally right. Like nobody, and they honestly just, I guess people really just do that for. Like, they don't do that for those two songs, but they'll do it for A. Marie and Beyonce. Right. Like, and I haven't really heard anybody be like, oh, Tamar stole Keisha Cole sound, vice versa. Like, I hear, I only hear that for A. Marie and Beyonce. And I mean, like, I hear that for a select few other people. But a select few, there we go. I yeah. think the thing with the A. Marie and Beyonce thing is that, like, A. Marie kind of got, like, left by the wayside after one thing and Beyonce continued to just be Beyonce and so people felt like like oh we like this song by her and we like her but why isn't she still being successful and instead of thinking oh I'm not paying attention to her music they're thinking oh it's Beyonce's fault right they love to blame Beyonce for being successful I really hate that like it ain't nobody fault Beyonce successful like it's the same thing they do to BTS like they always talk about they need BTS to enlist. Like BS, BTS enlisting is not gonna make your fave win. If your fave was mediocre before BTS, they gonna continue to be mediocre. BG, BTS just won't be there to accept the award, but they should still give it to them because they deserve mm-hmm. it. Even if they don't have an album out, because if they did have an album out, it would still be sickening. So yeah, <laughs> they do the same thing with BTS. Like y'all just get so mad that. They, People like Beyonce and BTS are so successful, like that you have to blame the non-success of the people that you as claim that you like on them. But really it's you because you like BTS and Beyonce too, because we not streaming by ourselves, baby. Y'all is helping. Like the biggest aunties always have BTS on their top Spotify playlist. Like they be at the tippity top. Like it'd be BTS twice. BTS, whoever the fuck, straight kids, I don't know, garbage, you know. Whatever. Right, Whoever. but like I think people have this thing to like to blame who's ever on top for someone that they like not being in that position. Yeah, and, they do that with Beyonce and Aaliyah. Right, and well, I mean, well, Aaliyah did. Right, it's not about her not being on top. She just, <laughs> she just did. Well, I'm just saying. I'm she, just saying they. She is not with us, unfortunately. But but I'm saying if if Sierra was on top, they right, would. Right, right. Then it would be her. Yeah. <laughs> 
no, I totally, I totally understand what you mean. But yeah, like they think that they have to blame who's ever on top, and that's not the case. Like it's not the person on top's fault that this other person isn't getting the success because two people can be super successful at the same time, right. and I highly doubt a label would want like one artist to be super successful and one to to be a flop like they want all their niggas to be successful so it's either they don't have the work ethic or the it factor or they don't have the appeal that they think they have or y'all just need to pay more attention to the people you do like instead of the people that you don't right and buy their music right like wendy said then why don't you buy her music yeah because i don't know if she, now it's time to google a marie let's see when her last project came out See what y'all didn't buy. A Marie just had a project come out not too long ago and nobody bought it. Buy it. But they want to talk about one thing. Is she Korean? I don't know what she is. Because when I Google her, her um Twitter um came up and it has Korean in it. Let's see. From her mother. Yeah, this looks like a Korean name. Yep. Mm. Yeah. She's Korean. Um discography. Her last album came out in 2009. No, she just had some music come out not too long ago because I listened to it um, a couple years ago. Let me see. Hold on. Oh, yeah. She did have an EP in, in 2018. Mm-hmm. I see. It. No, it made no noise. Because y'all just like to talk. That's really what it is. Yeah. Because y'all do this with Kelly. As someone who listens to Kelly for real, for real, y'all be talking about, oh, she ought to be um, as successful as... um um. Beyonce, Beyonce, this, that, and the third, but y'all don't know what crazy sounds. And even Kelly has said Beyonce just worked hell hard. Like you can't, you because just have to. She's not dumb. Like she knows why her sister is where she is. Right. And I honestly think that she is cool with where she's at. Like she don't care. Like, right. Like right, she's like happy with what she's accomplished. That's it. Very happy for her. She got her little family. They cute. I met her husband. He's really nice. Yeah. I'm sure they are. Like they seem like really just like I don't know. Like when I see them, it makes me happy. Yeah. Upon when I met him, he was really nice. I was like, "Tell Kelly, I said hey." And he was like, "Okay." Please. <laughs> They're just nice, and she looked comfortable. Like she looks, she looks really happy and like cool where she is, and she still has bops. Like I will never skip kisses down low. Like, if I had to pick to die or skip Kisses Down Low, I would actually die. Because Kisses Down Low is my stick. Not die. I would die. I really would. I would. I can't even talk because my threshold is low. But I see what you mean. Mm-mm. Does anyone else have anything else to say about pop culture ships? No, I agree. I'm good for <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. Um, Yana, please give your song of the week. Uh, okay, let me see. My song of the week is Being Down Your Block by Monaleo. Please I check her out. Mm, I love her. I love. Oh, you already put that on there? Yeah, that's on there. Oh, yeah, it's already on there. And by the way, I listened to that today. That song Bop. is so ghetto. I love, it. I love it so much. And it for, my and for transparency, the Butter remix is going to be on there already, like off top. So. Everybody okay. is not gonna say that because then we will all just say that. 
Okay. Well, never. Well, my second song of the weekend is "Lazy Love" by Chloe and Halle. Everybody who everybody needs to listen to Sugar Symphony before they listen to any other part of their discography to me, because that's their first EP and it's wonderful. Period. Okay, trying. Um, my song of the week is "1974 Life" by Davida. Mm. Uh, <laughs> don't own me, bitch. And um, hold on, hold on, wait. D i v i t a, right? D e v i t a. Nineteen seventy four. Live, yeah. Nineteen seventy four live, yeah. And um, and I'm gonna say my other song is "Make It Work" by Neo. Because I love that song, and I don't know. I just need to make my life work. (laughs) Oh, I can make it right. I gotta make. I gotta make something shake, bitch. (laughs) Goddamn. So that's my songs. Okay, my three thousand songs of the week. Um, Here we go. Tell Mm -mm. me by Groove Theory, Bob. Um, can we? by SWV and Freak Like Me by Adina Howard. Mm-mm. What the fuck playlist you been listening to this week, Don? What you doing? What the fuck? He's been sucking <laughs> That's what it was. She really, no, she really been thinking about that playing to the girl CJK. Since last week. That's all she's been thinking about because these three songs you just gave, goddamn, girl. You um, ready to die okay. about that dick. I know so, that's right. I have like five. Um, so my first one is Mood Ring by the Lord. Um, second one is Truthfully by Brandy. Cute. And then Oh, I love that song. And then the third one is the cover of Inter Sandman by Rina Sawayama. You okay? And those are my songs of the week. All right. Oh, wait, I'm gonna put a Beyonce. Song. That's right. Not enough of her in here. So I'm gonna go ahead and put um motherfucking um freakum dress. Um, um guys. yeah, <laughs> eat life up. Thanks for thanks for coming to the podcast. Um, it's been really great. Thank you guys. Thank you, Ayana, for being our very special guest. Well, thank you for having me um, again. I love you, sister wife. Um, love you too. Sister and for being here. I love you. Mom. You guys can love you find too. us on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, um, at the Friends Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. On TikTok at the Friends Podcast, and um, also subscribe to our Patreon and become a patron for the Friends Podcast. And um, yeah, we're hoping to get shit cracking and um, take shit to the next level. Well, I know that's like right. Eat life up, y'all. Um, Eat life up, Bye, friends. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.